प्लेटफॉर्म uh a little bit about myself i have been in the field of education for last 20 plus years in international school education i am basically from mumbai and i have my expertise in international school education that is igcsc and ib for a long time i have been with the igcsc and ib but recently i moved to mohalis to work with the grassroots and uh, i'm happy to see and engage with the children at those areas also and uh, but before i could actually engage with them actually put my heart and soul into their teaching learning process i had to come back to mumbai because of covid but i am very eagerly looking forward to going back to mumbai and working with them to start a new school for them and uh, over and above being an educationist i do a lot of other things and there on social media you all can get in touch with me there and uh, coming back to today's panelist well today's panelist there are there's lots to speak about her today but let me just start with something just a sec sorry yes so she is geetanjali geetanjali is the founder of sneha dhara foundation an educationist a social entrepreneur an arts based therapy practitioner and an arts practice for inclusive edu and an arts practice inclusion educator with over two decades experience in teaching a diverse population of children and adults uh she has many awards and accolades to her credit and her work has been recognized in various platforms internationally to mention a few Sneha Dhara Foundation is one among the six global progressive institution as a leaps leaps in the sense leading educational advancement through progressive schools partner schools along with Lumiere Foundation uh, South America and UK hub schools in France US Kingsland and in Netherlands as well Geetanjali was invited as a key speaker at the at the conferencia in international at buenos aires she is a recipient of the millennium alliance grant 2017 as a social innovator of one of the top 5 innovations in the country for education for the project kala samavesh inclusion and education of disabilities geetanjali is the recipient of the ngo leadership award 2017 as recognized as recognition of leaders who have contributed value and made a change as a strategic tool for sustainable growth she has been awarded as one among the 50 most impactful social innovators by the world csr congress and awards geetanjali is also the recipient of dr amarnath annual award for inclusion 
in 2016. And there is lots more, there is lots more, but it is better we hear it from herself, what she has to inform us about her practices with respect to inclusion in the field of education. And with this, let me tell you, uh, Gitanjali, we are extremely happy to have you here on this platform of Future School Leaders. And all of us, our audience, are eagerly looking forward to hearing you. And now it's over to you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dr. Sagarika, for that introduction. And uh, uh, a very warm welcome to all of you. It's quite hard to sit here on a Sunday evening and listen to somebody. But I much appreciate uh, our participation in this together. Because while the title of this says fearless educators, the fearlessness for any educator comes from knowing that he or she is not alone. And we are so many of us here today. So on that note, a warm welcome to all of you. I'm audible. I hope I'm audible. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. All You're right. loud and clear. All right. So uh, uh, the topic that I'm going to be talking about today is Kala Samvad. So what we're going to be doing today is just initiating a creative dialogue on what is it to introduce and integrate arts in education? Uh, is it already happening? What is the role do each one of us have to play? How do we connect to something like this? Because this topic clearly is not new to any one of us. This is something uh, I keep saying that the artist is there in just each one of us. So. I'm only going to be presenting uh, my thoughts around this, some practices that we have had at Snehadara, and then would love to engage with the audience on questions that we can collectively think together. So uh, everything that we know about the world and ourselves has come through our senses. All our knowledge, therefore, is a product of what we've seen, heard, smelled, we all think about the world with perceptual experiences of it. Children are dynamic learners. There are more ways to educating children than just through logical and linguistic learning. And this is something that brings all of us together here as well, because I, I believe we resonate with the idea that all learners of all ages need to be engaged intellectually, emotionally, socially, and soulfully. So what is this arts? I mean, what is arts? And when you hear the word art, and when I talk about the art, the first thing that comes to our mind, and I think globally, is this diagram of a mountain and a sun and three birds flying and tree and that little rivulet with a boat. Now, uh, Interestingly, uh, worldwide, when you say the word art and you give people a paper and say, let's draw, this is one of the first things that we all put uh, together. Uh, because that's really been our experience of even what the arts is. But when I'm saying arts here in the concept of creative arts, we're talking about a broader definition which includes visual art, music, painting, drumming, storytelling, role play, theater, drama, directive, non-directive play, dance, movement, cooking. I think all of that comes under this little word called the arts. 
now the arts provides myriad routes to understand and respond to the world we live in most arts practitioners within their experience try and share that essence through education an educator assesses the role of a teacher a facilitator a trainer a practitioner a practitioner becomes the educator and the learner as well so the process involved in creating the arts provides a synesthesia at multiple levels now this word synesthesia is interesting the literal translation of this in greek is together and sensation so we are talking about a neurological phenomena in which stimulation of one sensory or cognitive pathway automatically leads to involuntary experiences in another cognitive pathway that's what we're trying to do when we talk about the art because the arts gives us a tremendous alternative unique option for engaging the brain networks that enhance the way the brain processes information incorporates external and internal data and develops new brain connections so the arts therefore lends a credible alternative to address development involving practical creative and conceptual elements now when we understand the role of arts in education i think our exposure to arts in education has largely been uh, there have been several attempts by art educators to include the arts into teaching methodologies although the impact of the arts is multifold where we are trying to integrate it into learning systems and we are trying to use arts as a language in imparting learning in schools it's failed to integrate into the educational system as a learning tool the experience so far maybe till until 2 years ago has been peripheral where the arts has either been used to teach one how to sing dance the immeasurable power has been ascribed to a performing artist here in some cases it's got transcribed into just workshop models where we say we do a two day i do that as well a two day uh training using theater using music using drumming uh but it's not really third alternative approaches in delivering academic content and because of that one is left looking at the arts as an ocean where it's easier to ride the wave than swimming against the tide and of course the most common understanding of arts and education for us is our annual days so let's have a theater production let's have children work with theater drama at the end of the day arts has become uh, you know uh, a tool that we have introduced our children to of course we all see the meaning of bringing arts into education but somehow we would need to transcend using it for just our annual day performances and bringing this as a subject with which we can actually work with children and it's very interesting the arts has always had a secondary place when it comes to learning i remember when i would uh go and work with schools and say we are looking at working with the arts and uh we'll be introducing this to the children both to address academic uh, domain requirements and social domain people would listen to me and at the end of it they'll say i understand singing dancing and all that but what is it that you're going to do now i will often say that you know 
uh, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I just know that we are here to be. And that's the power of the arts, which we have to try and now bring to educational institutions. How can we start using the arts? Actually, how can we start learning through the arts? And you know, uh, if you doubt that statement, I think if, if we are heads of organizations listening to this right now, if there is any budget cuts that need to be implemented, I think one of the first budget cuts that will happen will be music, fine arts, and maybe physical fitness, dance, and other things. Because uh, ask school administrators if they're looking at cutting costs, and if we are hitting situations of budgets, math and science programs would never be even considered. So here's a question for all of us. There's a hierarchy of academics. Arts education tends to fall really low on the tantrum pole. But how is it that we uh, make a beginning there? And can we make a beginning? Are we making a beginning already? The good news is that schools have started integrating, working with the arts. The benefits and the merits of using arts in learning arts to achieve learning outcome, arts to achieve therapeutic outcomes, arts to address diverse learning capacities is well established. There is enough of evidence-based literature available today. So the good news is we're in a good, good space to say, uh, yes, we do agree that there is merit in looking at integrating arts into education. So here's a question then. Does that mean we all need to be an artist? Uh, is, is it only that an artist can get into arts education? And the clear answer is no. There is an artist in each one of us. And accessing that artist is what we need to do. So I think the basic capacity for storytelling, painting, dance, singing, rhythm is inherent in all. And we are looking at how can we make this deliberate combination that involves both the body and the mind. So experiencing of the art forms, I think one of the first things that we need to do as educators is to ask ourselves, how do we experience art forms? So it's like saying, I don't sing, so I cannot use singing in my classes. I am just a bathroom singer. Oh, I'm not the dancing types, but I think the best theater or the best artist today with the most creative innovations is the educator. And I think if we're able to anchor our uh, outcomes on not what children learn, but how they learn, then I think this should be something which is easy for all of us. Now, uh, I use drums, I use drum circles, where for some groups of children, it could be just connecting to rhythm, it could be opening up various possibilities of, uh, you know, emotional release in adult groups, it could be observing patterns and sequences and melody, which then extends itself into understanding patterns and sequences and math. So a new vocabulary of melody and rhythm can be introduced into academics. Now, learning is a very visceral experience. Body has a lot of memory. So the more we have experiences in classrooms, more we have creative interventions in classrooms, 
that allow the children to build their body memory that much more the learning is going to be uh, self driven fun and learner led as well so uh, when we look at introducing uh, the arts as a main process or a main approach to learning what does it do for for us to even start looking at it we have to first try and start breaking our own barriers of understanding what learning is all about as teachers when we care about how we teach the intent of our constant endeavor and focus is learning for the children in our care and for ourselves and i'm saying here for ourselves as well because unless i'm not ready to unlearn and learn each day unless i'm not ready to push my own boundaries unless i'm not ready to experience the arts myself i don't know if i'm in a position to take it to the children so we are all conscious of the fact now that we are moving from the word teacher to an educator uh, a facilitator who's just facilitating the learning experiences at snehadhara we believe that there's power in the arts to take care of self so that one can extend that hand beyond oneself with lightness and ease creative interventions have given us a direction to the voyage of self discovery and has brought about deep engagement the integration of holistic and innovative practices in prevailing treatment educational treatment protocols is the need of the hour while i do agree that subject based academic performance has always been often the indicator of learning outcomes learning achievements need to be conceived more broadly because we are talking about acquisition of values attitudes knowledge skills which is required to meet the challenges of contemporary society so there has to be a deliberate attempt at looking at uh, increasing self worth in children a sense of possibility a sense of community a sense of empowerment a sense of self directed learning a sense of wonder and aspiration now this has to come into education systems in a deliberate manner and in a non threatening way so the arts lends itself to this non threatening way it doesn't mean that i can't make a beginning till i train myself in artistic skills no it simply means that we need to be innovative enough to merge art concepts with other content so typically our engagement with schools has been twofold because we believe that both the learner in this case the students the children and the facilitator both need to enter the realm of meaningful experiences for any outcome to be enhanced so sessions are aimed to introduce a creative vocabulary of artistic skills to both children as well as facilitators now there's enough to be able to say how can i use artistic skills to improve language how could i use music and theater how could we use stories to improve reading and comprehension abilities in children but one important thing and which has all been the uh, main motivator of my work of the last two years is working with the social skill domain of educators 
if we teach them to enjoy not even teach them if we work together and create spaces where learning can be fun where we start enhancing social domain skills like attention span problem solving thinking out of the box and passing the power to the learner then content learning and subject based learning can be really really easy and it is very possible of course uh, voice and language dance and movement story creation and sharing all of this along with allowing us to achieve the math science and english goals also open up conversations on our ability to take risks talking about emotions looking at fears what comes in the way of us communicating to each other and ourselves so the art forms then just become a tool a tool with which we are engaging uh, and it's just the view so i think most of our uh, i mean we do a lot of trainings and workshops and i keep saying that my fear in templatizing this is methods and techniques are available the question to ask here is what is my view about learning so strengthening the view is really deep diving into trying to understand how people learn and accepting the fact that we are a diverse group of learners we did conduct a few studies with various organizations uh, across age groups and interestingly in our work with the grade 6 7 and 8 children we felt that while in the initial uh, intervention stage of the first year or so children were very eager to engage some of them some of them were you know not keen in this at all felt what is all of this about the gender gap reflected in that age group of 6 7 and 8 graders but slowly at the end of two years we felt that the same group had started to look at some of these things the effect of their actions on others others action on themselves they were questioning their actions and introspecting uh, a lot more so there was a certain sense of interpersonal intrapersonal relationships that got built and this really strengthened the way they learned together and directly influenced the learning outcome as well now coming to the existing where are we now with the national education policy 2020 and the quick changing education landscape the employment landscape the global ecosystem it's become increasingly critical that children not only learn but more importantly learn how to learn so when we talk about speaking of a rebirth of pedagogical approaches the center's announcement of the much needed revamped national education policy is a laudable effort and i think uh, this is going to work in favor of each one of us who felt uh, we need to start looking at learning and uh, mainstream education systems differently uh, we are moving away from rote and exam based focus to a more holistic and multidisciplinary approach and that's extremely welcoming with the arts gaining more importance as a teaching tool i believe we are in inching closer to realizing a dream of one world for all where learning is learner centric and this paradigm shift is just a capability demonstration of how we can bring about change
so making and sustaining a positive change requires a process that is joyful and meaningful in all its entity it means relooking at learning systems methodologies processes that enable this change it means today that the facilitator and the learner both own the process that motivation to learn has to become intrinsic we have to access it not has to become it's already intrinsic we have to access it and it has to be propelled by passion for that purpose it's learner led the path of the facilitator and the learner leads them into this profound dialogue of reflection and multi-layered connect so what are some of the things we can do i could think of two three things first call a truce establish a norm and understand that there's no such thing as non academic learning in school every subject including the arts is worthy of the thought and discipline that we associate with academic studies just as we expect all teachers including those focused on the arts to teach honesty discipline organization skills we can also reasonably expect all teachers to regard literacy not just as a diversion from primary subjects the art literacy but a useful way of helping children to think about their subject second let's make this a two way street although it's increasingly common to expect music and art teachers to integrate literacy into their lessons we also need to start encouraging content area teachers to integrate arts into their classes wise teachers of history english science and math will know that music art and dance can form a powerful visual auditory kinesthetic association thirdly let's refuse to settle for a limited curriculum we need to look at ways in which our curriculum is designed for diverse group of learning the practice of inclusion can begin only then lastly introducing arts into any classroom means thorough planning but also it means you're ready to lose control now that can be very liberating for an educator it can also be quite uncomfortable but once you allow yourself to be comfortable to with it students will master the lesson einstein wrote quoting albert einstein The most beautiful thing we can experience is the mysterious. It is the source of all art and science. So the unknown, the mysterious is where the art and the science meet. Every child requires meaningful and holistic learning spaces that have to be created by all of us who are engaged with the child. The learnings that this inquiry holds for us today are that the path begins where the practice starts so let's start our practice with the arts together keeping this dialogue with inquiry on we should tread this journey where arts is a catalyst for growth and it emerges from a collective past and towards a shared future now for many of us in spaces of work or career choices if one may call it the choice of staying with the art seems to be more intuitive and it and in response to a calling responding to this calling has meant looking at the world at large 
and see how nothing exists independent of the other all social causes seem connected what seems to have begun and beautifully begun now is still at the surface level a facilitator using arts requires to have both the earthworm's eye view and the bird's eye view this would then translate into holding the richness of the arts and customizing this into contemporary approach it would mean breaking barriers but it would mean a space where the arts psychology learning psychosocial well-being all of it come together so education has no meaning unless it helps us understand the vast expanse of life with all its subtleties with its extraordinary beauty and its sorrows and its joys so here's an invitation to each one of you to say let's make this beginning together because the artist in each one of us is truly alive quoting rabindranath tagore when i see the universe through my songs i recognize it then only i know it thank you thank you very much and that was quite an insight and as you rightly pointed out that i think the national education policy for 2020 uh i think has a lot of scope to include art and when it talks of holistic de development of the child or the learners of course it goes without saying that art music dance drama all these creative arts of course don't take a back seat in fact i think they will start reflecting as you said that normally when it's a budget cut they all take a back seat but i'm sure with nep 2020 you will see a marked change you will see a marked change and all these creative arts will have to show up uh, at the top of the timetable for the simple reason that creativity is also one of the 21st century skills that uh, we are trying to develop in all our learners and also as you rightly said that it is also for us leaders and the and the facilitators in the classroom to be creative and i think now our bed course is also going to change very soon and there is going to be lot of uh change in the curriculum the bet curriculum and creative arts will certainly uh hold a priority position in these uh in the in the new shift of curriculum you know so uh, it was really wonderful hearing you and uh, i just wanted to actually hear a little more of how do you implement it you know because yeah it is uh, it is there in the curriculum but how you would implement this with the children that is especially with the ones uh, as your cv said you know that it is about about the the children with disabilities yes so if you could just speak so, a little more before i get into the question answer session so if you could just elaborate sure. a little more that is how do you actually get those uh, i mean inclusive education question when we talk of inclusive education how do you get them uh, to be creative is something that i'm really inquisitive about and if you could just throw a little light on it sure sure so yeah. there's nothing uh, i mean i'm going to say something slightly controversial there's nothing here about getting somebody to be creative we're all inherently creative we just don't access it so children with special needs in fact are the most creative when i was introduced to the first child with autism and a parent introduced a child to me saying this is an autistic child i heard it as artistic child and i landed up saying oh wow isn't this lovely so
so i and the child was truly artistic so for children with uh, i wouldn't say this just for children with special needs all of us learn differently it cannot be a one size fits all so we need tools and techniques which is going to allow us to look at this together so even today i may not speak a certain language but i'm able to recall and sing songs of that language so children with special needs uh, have varied abilities and uh, if the learning is through non threatening uh, mediums like the arts then the learning is absolutely uh, effortless for non verbal children visual arts and drumming has really helped them express and uh, you know uh, put a language to their emotions i think uh, more than children with special needs today's mainstream neurotypical children that we talk about need to be taught compassion need to be taught what it is to be welcome of you know accepting differences and i think to make that beginning the arts will play a very very important role and it's also playing and when it comes to implementation the first work has to be with educators who are working with the children and we don't have to like i say while i train and we're also going to be the first organization to launch the arts practices for inclusion certification program starting next year this was launched in argentina last year and we're taking it to nepal but i would say this despite that that how do you begin working with the arts start singing start humming move a little bit don't wait for a training program to teach you how to work with the arts because imagine a song is playing right now and i just start singing to you it's going to completely alter the energy levels of the group because it's doing something to us and i think the arts is going to allow us to access that in fact non verbal children who have been uh, coming to our center have developed so much language so much of receptive mm. language because of working with the arts so i think uh, this is going to be important for schools to start converting that into learning outcomes and we all learned that no when we were taught the nine planets i think we were all taught it in a format uh, my educated mother we you know showed me nine planets yeah. so that is something we've already built i mean educators have already found out innovations to help children with memory it's just being deliberate about it and i think we just need to be deliberate about it. yeah and i think creativity is also infectious very much contagious and infectious yeah. Yeah, contagious and infectious. Very true. Okay, can we have the questions, please, on the screen? Okay, so now these are the questions that have been asked by our viewers, and the first okay. question goes: What is your views on incorporating drama into teacher education? Uh, it must be incorporated. It has to be one of the first few things we do before we even talk about teacher education, because drama, theater. for me encompasses all art forms there's body there's voice there's movement there's singing it does a lot to your confidence and as teachers i think the more important thing is how am i how comfortable am i with voice articulation what is my body language telling me about learning so i feel every training teacher training program should have a huge chunk of the people signing in for the program to just experience the arts you should sing together dance together move together and then sit and write your content and curriculum 
and see how different it looks then and it helps us we come from varied background some do not come with qualifications of ba med but are passionate about teaching are wonderful about teaching in such a situation we should have tools that allow us to challenge our own boundaries and for that i think it must be a very very integral part of it and it again features somewhere right at the end like you know when i'm called to work with special educators and you know in all of that right at the end they'll tell me in the dead special ed program that there is one chapter called special arts you know i think that should move right in front we should begin with getting comfortable with our own uh, teaching techniques and what better than the arts as an ice breaker drama and theater to start right right that also actually uh, creates a bond between the learner and the teacher the facilitator yes. uh, student and it uh, it uh, neutralizes the power equation right because right. when you are a part of the learner there is no power hmm. so i think this is something uh, we should do and we are doing it but we need to do it in a bigger way true okay now the second question goes how to implement this to teach yourself to be happy that is a very very important thing uh, i think like one of the work the main area of work that we do is work with educators to look at well being and happiness so i think it is the need of the hour and especially now because we are all trying to make sense of a very uh, you know uh, the pandemic situation of online and virtual classrooms where everything that's happening is not the natural way in which we have uh, experienced each other and experienced humanity so i think the need to start uh, working with the arts is very important for every educator in fact at sneha thara one the large chunk of the work that we do is working with the people who are doing this work on singing together creating music together making songs together and just the joy of learning and i think that automatically brings in that happiness very true very true okay now uh, even though drama relates to life how can we include it in the syllabus as every child is not a good dramatist again you do not have to be a, what is a good dramatist over here i think drama it comes inherently to each one of us children are the best they can come up with excuses like this mm. they are the most dramatic when they have to say oh yeah. i have a stomach ache when they homework to submit are kahe ka drama they are all we all inherently we are actually very creative and we are practicing it in our everyday lives without even knowing if you are deliberate about it i think for children it uh, it's and again it is like this am i interested in the outcome am i teaching drama because i want the children to be good drama theater artists not at all i'm using drama as a medium for the child to access his own narrative for the child to be empowered in that case i can use it from i think the little ones to the oldest and the beauty about arts curriculum is you have to do only 50% of the work because most of your curriculum comes alive when the children start giving you content so your job is 50% the remaining 50% is going to be done by the children and hence it's a very live process mm. and i think that's where we also struggle we are not able to templateize this i can give you a session saying this is what we do this is how we sing let's sing together but the point is not about copying this song to sing together it is about listening to the song that's getting created between you and i when we are working with the art 
and children are the best in this i mean give them a word and see the way they come up with solutions and songs and unfortunately mainstream education system like sir ken robinson is saying has educated us out of creativity now we have to get educated inside creativity that's why we actually have a role to play otherwise we don't yeah very much arts has been very much here. right 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 okay now the last question it is development of confidence to creative arts please suggest how do you do that see when we're looking at the creative arts we can't be looking at just one thing of development of confidence what are we talking over here we're talking about our ability to be at ease with ourselves and it must be done in the sense while we do have workshops and training programs which it's an open invitation to all of you who want to know more about it we can always create those spaces of co-creation but it does become important that to be able to access this creative creativity inside each one of us i have to be ready to challenge my own habits of learning i break one habit i build another habit like i keep telling people get up in the morning you don't have to be a singer at all but just sit in the bed and maybe just do open your day with just a hum and see what it does to you open your day with nothing but just when you wake up in the morning just try and do a bit of movement look at your own fingers bring it down see what it does to you mm. because working with the arts is bringing you to the present the minute you brought yourself to the present then you are very present to your own confidence and that's what we need to do can we be friend the friend within each one of us the arts will help you do that it's it for all you know you're already doing it i'm just making it seem like it's a discovery but it's not in fact it's been here forever ras leelas and so many things that have been happening i think from age old times is going on so well our country is rich with it it's just that we are not accessing it and we wish at high time we start accessing it the west is packaging and giving it giving it back to us and we're opening something that belongs to us and saying wow this was always here the gore had spoken about it jiru krishnamurthy spoken about it so many educationalists have spoken about looking at learning which is going to be fun and i think it's high time true and it i think also just triggers the navrasas you know art and creativity absolutely. always does the navrasas absolutely absolutely that's what you know good so uh, it was really lovely hearing you uh, the whole session was very 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 interesting and uh, also our viewers in the chat box they have been asking you for your contact number where they could collaborate with you and uh, jaya parekh from mumbai also asks you that she would like you to suggest if you have any books on these or maybe if they are written by you you could suggest them you could just put them here in the chat box over here so that they can follow you your email id your telephone wherever however you would want uh, our viewers to connect with you you could just put it here and uh, they will be happy to collaborate with you and um, i think let me just check if there are any other questions over here okay there is a question by harry he says one minute i just lost it okay okay yeah he says can you guide me to any organization that trains teachers in techniques of drama that can be used to teach in a class yes in fact i think i replied back to him as well saying please contact me after the talk so i feel uh, i am going to share my details but before that uh, 
thank you jaya for that it's very humbling and uh, come on i haven't done enough work to write a book and all that i would love to share uh, our learnings with any one of you so i'm putting down my numbers there we are in fact looking at it's going on in fact the batch starts tomorrow for us of training people using art psychology technology because now i think for the next 6 to 8 months everything is going to be in a largely online or a blended program format so there is a very structured 34 hour training program that we are offering as well uh, largely for uh, educators so i would be very happy if you are interested to see if we can do something just for your organization or work something out for sure i will be more than happy to share what have been our learnings challenges uh, here are some of the fears because these fears are very real when i started with this many years ago nobody took me seriously you know i was told ki ha i would move around with jhumbes and drums and visual art material and you know it was more of drumming drama notanki but i'm just so happy today that uh, thank god that notanki is continued because a lot of us have uh, you know learned together i think our work in kashmir dps kashmir with the educators on creative learning to interventions in fact we uh, offer a very exhaustive program called creative interventions to reimagine classroom so i would be more than happy to uh, uh, you know uh, share that and i am reading these message is it possible to merge art education into mainstream education of course lakshmi we should it is happening and i am assuming like i said you are part of the fearless educators talk because you are fearless and you want to do this yourself it is happening i think if each one of us start looking at it not from an advocacy perspective or today because the national education policy is talking about it i think it's about going back to our own journals to try and see how have we actually used the arts you've already used it the teaching tables which is a tune we're already accessing stories and songs it's about putting this together now in a, a way so i think that uh, it is happening and i'm hopeful that uh, a lot more of this happens uh, the science of the arts is what we need to understand because otherwise it will not transcend just being music and drama it has to move from just music to be able to say creating music together composing so at the end of every class that i've done i would tell children to pick up the word list that is uh, you know of words that i want them to learn so suppose i'm doing a chapter on pollution and i want them to learn seven eight words i pick up that word list and we'll actually compose a song together now the children have never forgotten that chapter not because i sing well or i am a trained singer because we have owned this content together the other question should be in all of this to finish our curriculum and syllabus and all of that where will we have the time to do this because i don't think we have the time to do this which is a common question that is asked but i think we don't need to make separate time for this this has to become the way we are thinking this has to become a way of life this has to become the way you are thinking about content and believe me it is so liberating that the ideas just flow and uh, yeah um, thank you listening to you itself is like listening to poetry that really kind of you i think uh, uh, it's the work that is uh, i wake up each day telling myself that wow 
there's another chance that we have so i am personally very excited about the arts practices for inclusion because i feel what the arts is going to allow us to do is also open it up to a more inclusive empathetic world so i will look forward to you know making sure that we do become those crusaders of arts practices and uh, uh, after this talk like most of you are saying jaya and lakshmi and all the kind things you're saying uh, i'm not alone all of us are together in this so i think uh, uh, we just need to start so yeah Simply perfect. Perfect. perfect so uh, with this i think we'll come to an end uh, to the session all our viewers uh, our uh, panelist has already shared the address the email ids so you all can feel free and get in touch with her and uh, let's get into a very creative uh, year ahead in fact already during lockdown time i mean we are trying different ways all of us are trying different ways of engaging our learners and i think with this particular talk and after getting in touch with you gitanjali it's been lovely all of us will get our creative juices ready and tomorrow being rakshabandhan wishing all of you a very happy festive season the festive season begins from tomorrow so that's wishing all of you a happy rakshabandhan enjoy the lovely bond of uh, the brother sister and today being friendship uh, friendship day it's wishing all of you happy friendship and let's keep the collaboration on amongst we leaders amongst we thought leaders and educational leaders so that we can make not only india the world a better place for all of us and our children to survive in the 21st century thank you once again gitanjali and thank you very much fearless educators future uh, leaders for having this particular platform and uh, i look forward to seeing you in couple of more sessions uh, coming next week thank you very much thank you so much thank you all bye bye